Hey friends, welcome to the McWiggins Show, where we take you behind the tent curtain and give you the inside deets of running the McWiggins Wonder Emporium. Ellie and I talk all things toy store, small business, and maybe have some laughs while we're at it. Get ready for the show and let's get to it. Oh, hey guys. So in this episode, we'll be talking all things small business. We dive into topics like having a strong team, going to market, working with family, and more. We're super excited that you're here. Thank you. So, hello. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. This is exciting. We're podcasting today. We're podcasting, and if you're watching on YouTube, we are like um, YouTubing. YouTubing. Tubing. <laughs> remember that time we went tubing on the Ohio River? Yeah, I almost died. That? I clearly remember that. No, yeah, I almost clearly, died. that was a bad idea. That was so bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Was so, a- getting social media off the ground, my- in my opinion, I actually have, I have my notes here. It's okay. fine. I'm just reading and talking at the same time. Okay. I feel like getting social media off the ground for a small business is kind of like trying to get a kite up in the air. Like, it's like mm-hmm. fun. Um, it's very difficult when it gets there. It's kind of like a smooth sailing, but it's that like initial, like running, getting it up off Mm -hmm. the thing. So, um, we're just going to ramble. So we're just rambling for a moment and then we'll get into our structure. So it's usually about like a couple of minutes of ramble. So if you have anything to ramble about, Hmm. um, my other ramble is about, um, let's see, I was going to launch this podcast a long time ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're going to get into some of this about being business owners. Uh, Obviously, we're mother and daughter. We're also co-business owners, co-collaborators on all of these projects. And if you haven't been to our store, it's 8,000 square feet of awesome, but it's everything. And so we had started out initially as a toy store, Mm -hmm. the Treasure Child. It was 2,000 square feet. We blossomed into this space over time. Uh, We've been at it 12 years And so we've actually been here in Madison, Indiana, since September 13th of 19. Of course, we sailed right into COVID. Yeah. And we have been, um, I always, I I never like this statement, but reinventing ourselves. We're not really reinventing ourselves, we're evolving. Yeah. And so we didn't know what would work here, so we brought it all. Like everything. We are like, hey, don't leave anything behind. And now, as we get into the beginning of 2023, we're becoming more structured. And I think that's what we're going to segue into is this structure of where we've been, what we've done, all these experiences. And it's going to help you if you're thinking about starting a business, if you're thinking about uh, reconfiguring your business, we would definitely take questions if you end up emailing us something or drop them in the comments. Make sure you hit the subscribe if you're watching. On yeah, YouTube. absolutely. So I think yeah. we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Just simply going from two thousand square feet to eight thousand—that's a lot. Yeah, and the other thing I want to talk about is originally our YouTube was about um, toy demos, and that still might be a thing, but we wanted to collaborate the podcast with the YouTube and you can't really get a toy demo in a podcast. So what better way for us to just talk to you like this or talk to you through your headphones or wherever you're listening to. Um, And we're going to keep up with the toy demos, which you've probably been seeing. We just rolled out all of our new 2023 social media um, platform stuff with Annalise. She's worked here um, 
probably the longest, yeah. I believe. And mm-hmm. so she's kind of taking charge on the reels. Don't, don't you think it's funny, so. though, as we go through? So when we started this 12 years ago, you can imagine because Taylor's now about to turn 30. So 12 years ago, she would really have been 18. Yeah. And now our younger set is coming in that are 12 and 15 years younger than Taylor. Now I'm the older person, so I have the least amount of technical knowledge. Then we have Taylor, who uh, is our, she's our in-between, and then she's learning from our college students and our interns and people like that. But Annalise has been really instrumental uh, in these TikTok videos, all of these things. So yeah, I think that's the other thing what to do. as a store owner, as a business owner, is embrace those that know the technology, yeah. right? And Don't you think that's a huge yeah, part of it? Yeah, and the official term of that is outsourcing. And there's mm-hmm. a list you should make when you're making your list with your small business or whatever you're doing, even if it's not even a business. Um, you should make a list of things that other people can do that they're good at, that could help you. Because if you can't release the control of it, you're going to hurt yourself. And we're going to go into that a little bit. You have this structured out that we're going to actually talk about. Structure ourselves. Yes, employees. We're going to talk about being a leader, how you be a good leader, how you be a good employer, and all the things. So we have that uh, on your agenda coming up. I think that's exciting so let's start out with um so the theme of this podcast like the channel where it's going to is it used to be you know like i said the toy demo now it's like step behind the circus tent sit down with us and listen to we've got like some advice we've got funny things and stories and just always have stories right yeah it's kind of like an open vent session so i wouldn't technically say that this is for children, um, it's more for adults. Well, in um, business, because, the inner workings. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes words might come out, and funny stories might happen, which might not be they're funny to us, but not funny well, for kids, right. so whatever. Um, anyway, So what she's start. saying is, is enter like, at your own risk. Yeah, mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, so with that being said, here we go. We're diving in. Structure. How? Huh. Gosh, I hate structure. It's fine. Um, after Christmas until now, recap. Do you want to hit us with your recap? Well, let, you've got yours, and it doesn't have a bad word in it. And then I have mine. Yeah, yeah, so what? Oh, let's back up a minute. So okay. fourth quarter, Christmas was for awesome. those that you don't that don't know or follow is October, November, and December, and that is the ramp up to basically. The gates of Hades opening up and everything happening. Only good things. In a great way. It's like way. the best, scariest, busiest, busiest time of your life. Hundreds of transactions, hundreds of units per transaction. It's it's amazing. Yes. But with us, and if you know us, or you're going to get to know us, it's always a little like Murphy's Law. So while we're spinning talk about circus well we're spinning these plates to make all the magic happen here exactly you know like the roof caved in i said (laughs) uh the pipes froze on the list holy beep (laughs) the roof is leaking so yeah after a good christmas um we actually before that that was a pipe that burst inventory we learned something mcwiggins showed us the inventory takes way longer than a week by the way 
Lesson yeah. learned. Um, so then, well, after, it does when you have this many sixty-eight thousand SKUs, but whatever. Who's counting? I mean, yeah, who's counting? Um, so yeah, the roof leaked. Um, I don't even know what's. Well, going it was on twice. Let, let's just let's clarify. It's actually like an so ongoing leak. The it just first time a pipe broke, we had had frigid, frigid weather. Was that before Christmas? Yeah, over okay. the shower. In the back room. Yeah, but that's weird to tell them that we have a shower. It's a mop closet. Let's call it a mop closet. None of us shower here, so there's not any of that (laughs) going on. That's just weird. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Mops literally live in there. Yeah, mop closet. it smells weird. Like mops. Like musty mops. Musky, musty mops. (laughs) Musky mops. So... But that's Taylor, in the bathroom you do that we need don't to know. use that has a toilet on a staircase. Yeah, who we did that? We should just stop and talk about, there's a toilet on some stairs. Well, I really feel like I can speak to this. I do a <laughs> lot of re- renovations in historic. And I, toilets and I see steps. all of these things. I've never seen two steps up in a platform for the throne. So it is really bizarre if you have to use that one because sometimes... I mean, I've used it. Right, but you're like sitting on a platform. Your butt is higher up than the sink. <laughs> yes, you could actually. <laughs> well, let's not... Okay. I think there's a that's safety just... handle nearby. Yeah. It's super weird. Anyway, it was weird. so there was a leak. No, there was a frozen pipe. Over the mop closet. Over the mop closet, not shower. And Taylor, just so you know, if there's an emergency, sometimes gets a little frantic. So yeah, I straight up panic, and it's that kind of panic where you do you just know like, the bird that lays the eggs in the dirt, the sandpiper, and then it gets yeah. all kinds of pissed off when you get near its yeah. eggs, and it runs around with its wing flapping. Yeah. That's kind of but what... But she actually is useful in emergencies. But what I'm saying I is, like, not. the distraction of that, like, whoa, 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 that's yeah. you. It's bad. She's like, water? Water? <sighs> what? What's that noise? I literally ran from it, turned around, turned another circle and maybe a square, and I was... I don't know what I was doing. Don't know, but I got back there, and uh, Uncle Rick was here, which was good. He didn't hear the water, though. Well... Let's it... talk Uncle Rick. He can't hear, right? Yeah, he can't. He hear did go to the doctor the other day, he so can he can hear when he needs to. Though. Right, he may be on the road to getting the hearing and the ears yeah. and the whole thing. Anyway, fixed. anyway, he was able to shut off the main. That's one thing in business you should know where your water main is. I didn't know where it was. We do now. Did you know? I did not. But How did I, he know? Because I got on the phone with Rick the plumber. Oh, Rick! And yeah, I'm Rick, like, Rick. gonna need some help. It's Ricky, it's raining. In the store, and he said, well, follow the line on the ceiling and up above the water heater. Your water main is normally near your water heater, just for the record. No so we got it turned off, and we did not lose much product. Yeah, there was like one. Got to, really and got let's wet. let's really do a shout out. Paula Bell. Paula Bell. Jazzy, Jazzy B. B. She's right across the street. Grime, Grime scene. scene. Great store. Things. Yeah. And she just runs over. So while that's happening, is that the same day the toilet overflowed or was that the other ceiling? Yeah, that's when I had to throw away my uh, Clark Wallabies yep. that I bought used from Poshmark, by the way, because yeah. I'm cheap. I had to walk through urine <laughs> with toilet papers. Yeah. And I the, threw it away. The to- Like, it just all... My own shoes. It just all went wrong. 
It was so stupid. You, you threw shoes away that one time when the spider was in it, and then the people mailed it back without the spider. <laughs> I, I've done that before. Yeah. It's okay. not the first pair of shoes to be sacrificed in emergency. So then we did lose the back half of the store to a, we have a, a janky roof. Yeah. And something punched a hole in yeah. the janky roof. And again, it, it rained it until rained. all the things. I was there that day by myself. When I the was whole there thing. the day before that when it actually started leaking. But so then she leaked overnight. And then it went on my ski ball mm-hmm. and I had to move a lot of things. And you know what? I really hate to clean up wet ceiling tiles. Just it's don't like have a drop flaky. Ceiling. Here's your next business advice. Just rip out the drop Just, ceiling before you move in. Ugh. Don't go there. It was wet. Next right. on the list. What the beep? is wrong with our arcade machines. Let me first start by saying they're not all fixed. But skee-ball on both sides is fixed. I did a lot of leg work on that. The rest are for sale. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, because here's the deal. Let's just face it. What's up with the what's up with I the also, games? Here's hold the on, I'm here's interrupting here. you because I feel like people are like, I thought they were structured. We're still going through the after Christmas recap, and this was a great deal of the after Christmas drama. It was so, drama. Diving back, but here's what happens with arcade games: they cost a quarter. Yeah, everybody's got quarters, mm-hmm. and then they go all day, like ten, twelve hours a day. Yeah, seven days a week. Yeah, you know, what and else? then they break down because they're there's from the nineteen fifties. There's one person in in the United States that sells the that parts, has all who the actually parts? imports them from China. Just one. Yeah. In our society, did we did we trash all our arcade games, or are we, like, hoarding them? No, somewhere? there's hoarders. Because people come in and go, oh, yeah, well, there's a warehouse over in Evansville, and it has 5,000 machines. What I'm here to yeah. tell you is no one's going to help you fix your machine. Right. And we don't. Well, we just started. You know what I did one day? I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm making displays out of these damn things. Yeah, now people so, think that you can win the giant elephant. I, put, I stuffed a whole bunch of giant elephants in off. the crane game. And people are like, there's no way that hook's going to pick that up. No way. It ain't picking up no elephant. True and story then, every day. And then the day. one day was, Taylor used it to put games. And people would be like, um, how do you get that game out of there? And I'm like, mm, you just reach in there. Yeah, they. it's open. Nobody read, mm. Nobody reads. Let's start. There was a meme out there. Yes. It applied. Oh, nobody okay. reads. Last thing on the after Christmas until now recap. We had an excellent January. We just want to say that. January was great this year. Yeah? December. Strongest month ever. January was good, though. Remember? January is fantastic. We did close for 12 days. We did. For and inventory, and it was worth it. We really got the store pared down. It was worth it. I almost uh, contemplated now closing all of January. We're not doing that. So I can live at Fort Wilderness. Oh, she's she's got Disney-itis. She got bit by the mouse. And now she is like, her tail is on fire I just love this to thing. get out of here. And I will never get out of here, but I will be gone sometimes because I'll be in my favorite place. The I'm happiest place favorite, on earth. My other favorite place. So last okay. on the list, the rebirth of our website. Yes, I invested in the website because it's it was really worth good. it. Um, it made me okay. very Do you happy. want to talk about that a minute for our owners, business owners, and contemplating? Yeah. Uh, Taylor yeah. was all in for a website. Since 2012, okay? Since, Truth. Since 2012, I was Truth. like, hey, guys, 
Guys, we should, I'm like, we should probably have a And website. I'm like, no, listen, the trend is going to Instagram. It's going to online. And she's like, seriously, if there's ever a disaster, then we met that monk in Central Park. Then we got cursed. And then COVID happened. I still have that jade. I do too, because I'm bathroom. scared to throw it away. I almost put it in the Goodwill. And I was like, oh. Nope. No. So the monk gave us these jade... Em- this is not exaggeration. We're like well, we were at Toy Fair down the street, and a monk stops us, and I'm and like, he prays ah, with let's us. get out of here." And yeah, then we're like, meditates with us. Shouldn't right? And then I had to give him a donation for the jade amulets, and then we get home, and the world shuts down. It's like what I is feel that? like I didn't give him enough Friday, money or something. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah, literally, it was not. I'm good. just so glad we didn't change bodies because. Uh, oh please don't change body. I'm just like okay in that'd this be one. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I'm we okay. had a rebirth of our website. It's new and modern. I'm still trying to get with and it. And just go and navigate that thing. And then it's really there great. There was a death in the shipping department. Not a physical human death. Not a human death. death. The death of the shipping department. And then Annalise put Save on this superhero days. cape and then just like flew in, took it over, and fixed everything. Like I literally told her, I was like, you have to do this. I can't do it. Yeah. You know, that's it's owner very stressful. to team member honesty. Yep. I can't. Again, it's the whole thing with the, our college students, just like Peyton, just like Claire, just like Annalise. And Ruthie almost. And Ruthie. They have a a much stronger skill set so in the media, and they are smart. Okay. They are very smart. Next on the list. So this rolls into change. You know, we changed the website. We already talked about our quote. The key to success is to reinvent yourself. We like to use the word uh, re... What? You said something. Uh, reinventing yourself. So what does that mean for... We're Mick evolving. Wig- evolving. There it is. We're what evolving. What does that mean for McWiggins? Because we don't want to drop back and redo the whole thing. Let's not. We just want to take the part. So my thing was, when she asked me to do a quote about change, my, and what that came... That was my quote. But and what came to mind was, mind. out with the old... In with the new. Mm. And so the yeah. old things that got kind of left behind and tired yeah. and just kind of stopped. Also, I have some advice. She went this. through, we went through this, and we made a decision because I'm the one that's like, let's hold on to these things. Let's yeah. keep trying. Yeah. And she's like, out. This is I out. I have small business advice for you when mm-hmm. it comes to getting rid of things. Close your eyes. If you touch it and move it. It, it will sell. <laughs> that's true. It's no, no joke. That's true. If something, you know, you got to move stuff. People will say every time they come in here, oh, you know, you did this, you changed the doors, you moved these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's this weird thing that vibe. happens. Vibe. The vibe. Well, the, the other. You touch the something. Groove. The groove. The groove. If you move it. Someone's going to come in and buy it. Well, but the other thing is it looks different. I like to, I shop yeah. a lot. I am a professional shopper. I'm a personal shopper for people. I do the markets. I do all the things. If I go into a store a couple, two, three times, and everything is still the exact same thing, Lame. and there's a little, Lame. like, stagnant... I'm like, I'm probably not going to come in as much. Yeah, because I already know where things are. And I already passed up those items before. And that's no fun. So no we fun. we take it to heart. We move things around. Like, people will come in, this is my favorite, on a Friday, and they'll look all around the store. They'll do all their Clifty Falls and things on Saturday. And on Sunday, they'll come back and be like, uh, where's that's, those items? That's the other advice. for We've either that, moved them or we've sold them. People that aren't small business owners, 
if you see something and you like it, you buy Commit. it. Because when you come back on that next day, shit's gone, buddy. Yep. It's gone. Ship it's has gone. sailed. Ship has sailed. Um, so going I, back uh, to the I list. That. I hate it when I want something and then I don't buy it and I go back and it haunts me for years. A customer gave me a quote one time that I live by. Uh, if it sparks joy, you buy it no matter what. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter, even if you don't have enough money, you just go to buy it. Just figure it out. Just take it out a loan. Buy it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So with this ever-changing thing, why I wanted to talk about why a great team matters and the changes that always happen. Um, is that on your list? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, change topics, ever-flowing staff members. So sometimes people think like, oh, wow, you know, they go through a lot of team members, you know, they can't get along. That's not necessarily the case. A lot of our people go to school. I was going to say, let's talk about that a second. And the reason that happens, and and we have, uh, and I use the example of Peyton, who's here tonight working as we're working. Mm -hmm. We have college students, and we are really grateful for that um, worker that we know is only here three months in the fall, three months in the spring, takes a break. They come back refreshed. They come back ready to work and be structured with their school schedule. So we don't try just to find somebody that's unemployed. We try to find people that are involved with the understanding they're always going to have their wings to go on. And now we found with that working like Peyton, who lives in Ohio, and she goes, shout out, she goes to Hanover and Claire, who now goes to Georgetown, Kentucky, but comes back. Oh, yeah. And this is her second or third year of coming back. Annalise, who actually goes to college online. Mm-hmm. So we are more than happy to take on a younger person with all these responsibilities. Yeah. And we're happy yeah. with that changing. And we always say, um, you know, with people, when it comes to hiring... You want to find people that are that like what they're selling, like what they're doing, because they represent you. So when it comes to hiring, you know, you want to hire people that are looking for, if possible, a longer term thing. Mm-hmm. But let's know. be let's be real honest with the structure here of McWiggins. Taylor and I are full time. Hire slow, fire fast. That that is correct. Hire slow, fire fast. But don't try to... So I think the biggest mistake people make with their businesses, especially when the business is fledgling when it's very young, is they just automatically hire someone Mm -hmm. in there to ring sales or to do things. You have to represent yourself. Yes, and you have to personal brand. So Taylor and I each have a personal brand. We have customers that come in, would rather shop with Taylor, uh, would rather come give me advice on pulling out tree stumps. (laughs) Um, so I have people that I work with, with the trains yeah, or I work with, with Stife or Or Taylor decor. I mean, home decor has a whole division of, Mm -hmm. I do. And I have more things coming on the horizon, some design, LA design, but Taylor is very knowledgeable in all of the things. So they specifically will go Taylor, seven year old boy birthday. And then Taylor will give them five, six choices. So you become that brand. If you're just buying a store and putting a person in there, we see that not working for a lot of companies. Because the people, they're getting to know you. Yeah. And we have people that have come in and volunteered. Talk about teammates. We have Sandy. Sandy. We have Uncle Rick. Uncle Rick. Virgie. No, he works for me. Yes, but... (laughs) 
He doesn't get paid a lot. No, he's awesome. But when you have those volunteers, and I think Sandy, this really speaks to something, yeah. is Sandy is in her 70s. She loves the store. She's a great ambassador to us. She knows the town. Yeah. Uh, we are in a tourist town, which I think is a number one super important. Yeah. Um, you really got to have some location, location, location. Unless you're just going to set yourself apart and be there for land before time, like Country Saddlery. That is a tack shop nearby, kind of. In the middle of absolutely nowhere, but it's been there. You have to either establish roots and be on but your But she also side. goes on the road. So yeah, she takes so her show on the road there. and she's a website person too. But yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things is we're the leaders. We're the, the top tier team members. And then we just treat everybody. Uh, and you talked about this a little bit, what their assets are, what maybe yeah. their deficits are. So, you know, me, uh, you really shouldn't put, put me yeah. in charge <laughs> Of the computer stuff. The web. I'm really slow putting the items on the website. Yeah. Well, I can it's do just it. like me. We're all good at something, and then we're all not good at something. And so you have to, I'm like... great at construction. So if you see our new windows, we got the construction done, oh, the design. Oh, like that. I mean, yeah. when you say construction, I'm thinking, like, you're going to wear a tool belt and, like, do something. Well, I can, but <laughs> I do the direction of... Taylor had an idea for the windows, and you execute, and I executed it to the fullest with just a yeah. few probably last, things she would change. I want to jump something yep, really quick. Go. The last thing in this uh, category I want to say to you is about team members and being a leader. And for the business owners and whoever you are, when there's drama and problems within your team, you know, there's a 1% where the people that you hire change who they are, which we've that seen that there's 1%. The rest is with like the leadership. Bigger. It truly is. And it is hard to admit that all the time, that drama within your team or problems happening with your team members falls back on the leadership. I agree with that. Because so. if you don't draw those hard lines and you let things, you keep letting yeah. the bull move the fence, yeah. eventually he's over in the neighbors. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. That's good. Okay, next on the list. I wanted to say something to... about that, about your leadership, though. I think you have to... Um... Oh, that's, a, that's down to here, right? Well, Flows okay. into small business success okay, advice. Ahead. Yeah, you're right here. Yep. Why a strong team matters. Yeah, so a strong team... Hit us with it, Yeah, well, I'm going to kind of turn these around All because right, they it. go hand in hand. So okay. finding your your team members, so you have your team members... But knowing what the assets are that they bring and the deficits they bring, mm -hmm. and putting them and it's okay in, to admit that. and putting them into a place where they can be successful, don't set me up to fail. Mm -hmm. So if I'm your weakest link on computer, please give me a different job. Yeah, and so because over time you're just gonna get frustrated with it, and right. then you're gonna be like, well, you can't even do this, so I'm gonna get rid of you. When really they could do a lot of other things. Don't you think when we started, we were looking for a unicorn that could do every single thing? You could make signs, you could put things on the web, you could do displays, you could do customer service. No such thing. And so what we realized is some of our team members were really great with customer service, but they had no design. No ability yeah. to do the design. Or they could do the design and couldn't talk to people or whatever the case was. So what we learned over time is hire for specific things and then train in the other aspects 
Don't keep a person from the register or customer service, but cultivate that when the time is slower. Don't throw them in at Christmas. We have like, uh, Peyton is a great example. Dell is a great example. Any of them, Annalise, they can run through that cash register like nobody's business. There's responsibilities that are make or break. You know, you have to know how to open the store, close the store, count the money and run the register. Yep, the POS. If you can't do that, you can't, you know, really be here. But if you struggle, that's okay because we'll put you somewhere else. We can put you on the slower time and you could be greeting people. And that's important to us. So the other thing is uh, when I was coming up in business and I've had several businesses and I have employed many, many people and I still do in different aspects. One of the things I always hated was they used to teach you to point out somebody's flaw or negative thing and then give a positive. So if you're going to reprimand someone, you reprimanded and then you tried to give a positive after that. So my thing is keep the two completely separate. If you have a meeting and pull someone aside and discuss their work or where they're having a deficit or a problem, don't sugarcoat it with something else you know, be direct about it, but also every day and my, and our employees and team members will tell you this. I always try to thank them, tell them they did a really good job and whatever component they did, whether it's a display, I tell them how good it is. And, um, I don't then go, but you could have done it my way or this way, Mm -hmm. because the thing about the displays are they're fleeting. Our merchandise sells so fast that even if it's not a display that you're like, oh, wow, I wouldn't have maybe done it that way. Yeah. We just let it flow. So I think you, where discipline is needed, you do it swift and you do it professionally and you get that out of the way yeah. and how they could do better. And that when you're complimenting, it's over here and you give genuine, one of our team members used to say to us, never worked anywhere where I actually got compliments. They only told me what I was doing wrong. And we forget yeah. that because we can flat B, especially you, we can flat B like on point about nit, a little little nitpicky, fine tuning, about fine tuning. And that's okay. It's It's okay to have that, but be generous with your compliments because it's not always tough love makes a better employee sometimes just a little bit of hey good job so that's my advice wizarding advice yes and being a leader so and we are leaders by example because there isn't anything in the store whether it's the pp on the floor after the toilet explodes or all of pickle juice or my pickle juice or anything box over the top of it i just made so someone would (laughs) slip because i walk back there and i'm like oh Oh. I can so see liquid with a box. We somewhere. would do all the things. We would take the trash out. We'd clean the potty. We'd do the deal. Mm-hmm. So anything we tell our employees or our team members to do, we we're going to flat do it. Yeah. Okay, what's the next thing on the list? Let's talk about market for a moment. Yes, because I am. We are, and then I am. No, and... we're talking about the market we already went to. Okay. Not the new one. Plural. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, the go. one in January. Go. Okay, well... People ask us all the time where we get it? our items. Right. So... Most of it's it's brand new. Yeah, 85 okay. to 90% it's brand new versus yeah. the vintage or the retro or whatever. It kind whatever. of blows my mind. I must be honest with you people that are listening. It blows my mind the amount of adults that have no 
like a like I don't know where this is going. Mind thoughts that people go to a market, buy things, put it in their store, and then sell it. Like ninety percent of people that come in my store that ask that type of question, I like I'm like wait, because they're like they've made it halfway through their life and they have no idea. Like, they think that we collect all these things. It kind of blows my mind. Like, right. is it just because maybe we're all just, like, really busy working Well, but I think that people don't, don't realize if you're not in the retail industry where where the getting place is. Like, what? Where do you get this stuff? Like, I made, like, did you make all this? I've had that question. Is this a flea market? Like, I wish. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the booth question drives me insane. I know. But right? that's okay, because sometimes it looks like booths, whatever. It did, initially. But, like, the, did you make all this? Like, did, the, no, yes. we have toy reps, so there are people that come. <laughs> I there did. are things online that we can purchase, but they're, the best part, what she's getting to, is in the winter, starting in January, yeah. there are markets throughout the, the entire country. And you buy, a good example at market would be in January, you can buy for every season all the way through Christmas. And that's yeah. the way we have done it a lot. Because it's we, let's face it, number one, you shouldn't be going to any markets in September, October, November, December. Because you has better be in here selling stuff. Yeah. The other reason I like doing it really kind of once a year is because the brain power that I have to put into how much it needs to be spent each month, whatever, all that stuff, the mm -hmm. brain power it takes to do all that, I only want to do it once a year. So we used <laughs> Let's to be honest. So we we used to go just in January to Atlanta. I've started doing that 12 years ago when we opened the store. Uh, Taylor then began to uh, get into the buying process. Now she's uh, really, I've been really a full buyer for like several years. Really now. good at it's it. It's not new. Well, like I'm not new going with you. No, not new. It's going been with like me. at least 10 years. So, but she's really taken over what she wants to spend, what she wants to budget. How she wants to move the store, what direction we had initially when we got here, wanted to be all things to all people. Yeah. But when we realized that we had a lot of neighbors and people opening stores, that we didn't have to carry the full load. In another space we were at, we had to carry the full load. Yeah. Now we can release balloons and we can release cards and t-shirts and candy. gift wrapping and candy because yeah. there's really great stores that can pick up the torch and they do a really great job. So at yeah. market, so this year, and that kind of goes back to something we were talking about earlier, yeah. is what we did was return to our roots, which is more toys, more games, more puzzles, more interaction than maybe the gifts or the home decor, which we're not ruling it out. No. We're just Scaling letting... Scaling it back. We're, we're modifying. Maybe. So we're making some modifications, <laughs> and I think that's important. Yeah. So market... Gives us that opportunity to see the new products, mm -hmm. the new lines. You get to meet the owners of the company. Sometimes the owners, the artists. I That's cool. I am yeah. in full gear now with artists from the very famous Inesco, Demdaco, all, all all what's the other natural life. Yeah. And I learned something. You know, I um. It kind of means more when you see it. Well, and here's a little thing that I had to kind of reel in. I'm going to just let this happen a minute. Okay. So, you all know I'm anti-China. I'm just going to say it. Except for our stores, like, mainly, like... Anti-made in China. Full of made Once in China. I met my artists, 
I realized that so many things are actually artist made, but produced overseas. Still don't love it, but it has a connection back to these artists. So I found that you very. Just learned that. I found that very interesting. <laughs> Could have told you. That. She's acting like Sassy. she all knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. All right, that, Tear me down on the podcast. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That leads us into um, working with your family. I think that's a good topic. Well, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh. We're not quite done on this market thing. Oh, we're not done. Okay. So we went to Atlanta. Well, Ellen, you got 10 minutes. Okay. We went to Atlanta. Okay. I went to Dallas. We're going to Las Vegas this weekend. The oldest and largest toy We're very excited. We've something. never been to Toy Fest in the West. What? It's going to happen. Do we gamble? We're Yes, I'm going to play some blackjack. So Don't play the slot machines. You no, but blackjack. So i got to teach you to add, though, real fast, because if you're going to play, you can't do the whole... Anyway, whether to I'll just drink hit for you, and you can gamble for me. Perfect. How's that? That'll be fine. And then I'm going back to Dallas. They're having a apparel, jewelry, and kids market. Ooh, yes, I didn't know about that. I am going so to that. you chose to go. I chose to go. You're going go. without me. Because you're right? busy. Well, you went to Disneyland. So I'm going to Dallas but again. But you chose not to go to Disneyland. World. I, it's not land. World. I enjoy watching the children at home. But I well, you didn't get to be an choose adult. not to go to Dallas. You can come to Dallas. I'll buy you a ticket. <laughs> okay. I will buy you a ticket to Dallas. Yeah, give me you, the dates. You know, I'll see if I can pencil it in. Yeah, just because we're all busy. Anyway, that's it for market. We're going to have, and Ooh. we're going to launch those things. So go to the next thing. Next thing is um, the Getting close to the closing. Why is it important to do? Minutes. No. You're going uh, out of there? What? Where? Why it's important for a business to go to the market? Why it's yeah, not? Yeah, we'll hit that next week because we gotta... actually have talked like a really long time. Okay. It's easy for us. I wasn't sure how hard or easy it would be. It's easy for me. Um, The next thing is going to be, um, you know, what it's like to be a small business owner. But really, I think a lot of people would be interested in working with your family um, and how we make that work. Because I honestly would give you advice that says... Don't work with your family because you shouldn't work with your family and you shouldn't work with your friends or family. But some of the most successful businesses are built by working with your family. And in I was going to say, am opinion, I about to get fired? Because I actually yeah, like working. We're leading into that. No, okay. no my, all I want to say about that is the number one thing that makes it work is communication. It's like really horrible communication. You're still communicating. Like, you have to say it. Because if you don't communicate, you are the end of the road for that situation. I think the most important thing in working together, Taylor and I, is to not continue it as a parent-child relationship. There it is. So, because... that's hard to do. I'm not... I mean, let's not lie. Yeah, because you've been the mom for a long time and tell me what to do. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you've been in jar, you've been the boss. So the idea is I try really hard to not do this as a parent. Mm-hmm. And when she has an idea, listen to the idea. When she wants to go a different direction, we try that. Not that I have all the answers just because I'm older or because I'm the parent, because she's now a parent. And sometimes you can't control things. But yeah. that's the biggest thing is not parenting the child in the business relationship 
Yeah, that's good advice from you. Yes. And I think the other thing is respecting each other. So yeah. we may have a little disagreement behind the deal, behind the scenes. We we don't do it in front of we our... like those people at Briar. Nope, we let's, don't do it in front of the clients or yeah. the team members. Let's hit them with a story. We yeah, hit them with that screaming story. at each other. It makes me these, nervous. These people at Briar Fest had a booth. And the mom was in charge, obviously. Obviously. And was it the son? Yep. The son wasn't doing things like however. So she was parenting. She was through, screaming. Well, that's the way some people parent, Grandma Keller. <laughs> she was Let's just face it. Shouting. Like not even I'm not like, a yelling parent, but there are yelling parents. Full yell. Across the place made me nervous. Gave me a little PTS we from like, living oh in my, my household growing up. Yeah, it was so crazy. it is important not to parent while you're business partnering. Yeah, I'm just saying. And maybe you should be, um, you know, work together with your family, but all in all, don't work together. I mean, unless you really can get along, or you just make it work somehow. We all get along. We Uncle all Rick's along. here. Taylor's here. Uncle Rick is like neutral. He's yeah, awesome. He's good. Okay, okay, we're coming to the end. It's the end. Welcome. Email us if you have advice or you whatever if you absolutely advice, hate it maybe just unsubscribe like i'm just not emotionally ready to hear how much you dislike it because this is my first day back okay so just just and you know i don't care so say what you're gonna say i'm <laughs> doing it anyway don't, don't hurt my feelings yeah you ain't gonna um, hurt mine so subscribe we got podcasts we got youtube every wednesday night we go live at if there's something you'd like to hear about yeah, drop, drop that. that. Yeah, that would really help me because uh, I came up with this like. Yeah, the content, if there's something in the content, something about yeah. the history of the store, us. And can I first say that we don't have any ads and I hate podcasts with ads. Oh, so yeah. I think that's a great thing. Well, if you'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> we'll put your ad in the we middle will put of your our ad, podcast. And then you can wait four, three, two, one to skip oh, this ad. I hate I have to do that on YouTube. I'm like deep in a podcast, and then it's like, brought to you by RV Toilet Paper or something like that. Thank you. So This was really fun. Thank you, Taylor, for doing this. This was really good. Peace out, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. We hope you catch us next time. Make sure to leave us a rating if you enjoyed and have a wonderful day. Bye.